0: Hello, and welcome back to A Pinch of Honesty. For uh, today's podcast, I have a topic that's been rattling around our house for quite a while here, you know, over the past couple weeks, and that's uh, mistakes, right? Um, One of the things that we've realized with our daughter is that she doesn't want to do something. First of all, she can't do it perfect um and that mistakes weigh on her a lot and so we've really been looking at and trying to kind of analyze you know how do you approach mistakes uh what really is a mistake right i mean so let's just start off with the definition of a mistake right so if you go look up mistake it's an action or judgment that is misguided or wrong and if it's a verb right it's to be wrong about something and that word wrong uh kind of makes it definitely makes me flare up a little bit right because wrong is in the eye of the beholder um and i am not a terribly black ter- terribly let's see if i can speak um black or white person right and so to say something is just you know unequivocally be wrong um it's tough for me right now when it comes to something like um a math question right There is a wrong answer, and I'm always fine with that, right? But when it comes to other things that are a bit more mm, maybe, say, social or emotional, how do you actually determine wrongness, you know? So I am not one of those people who, in general, dwells on the past a lot, and in particular, past mistakes. I, in general make a decision, move forward with that decision. And it's kind of like consequences be damned, right? Like I'm already on the road, right? And what this brings up for me is that, first of all, a mistake is only truly a mistake if it's seen that way, right? Like um, let's say for example, ooh, so one of the things that I I still think about sometimes is my very first car, which was a diesel Peugeot, um, which, you know, I grew up in Alaska. So a diesel car was miserable, but uh, that's that's what I had. Um, and I was pulling out of a parking spot and my front bumper got hooked on um, a wooden pole and it pulled off a section of my front bumper. And I hated it because it looked less pretty, right? Like one of the reasons I got the car was because it was this boxy, pretty car to me. And so it looked less pretty. And it was one of those things where it constantly kind of weighed on me, right? Like if I had just had a little bit more space, if I had just, you know, backed out slower, if I had just, right? Like, and you go over those things in your head, right? Like I made this mistake. It was a genuine mistake. Um, And it really, really bothered me. And now I think back on it and I look back on it. um, And I think to myself, um, you know, did I learn from it? Right. And I know people talk about mistakes and, and what do you take away from your mistakes? But did I learn from it? And I definitely, you know, I would say even to this day, I take backing up. I'm slower at backing up. I take I take my time backing up. You know, I always check around myself. Um, but was it a mistake? Right. Um, life for for me is kind of this wandering path. And I can't tell you where I'm going to be in 10 years. I can't tell you where I'm going to be next week. (laughs) Right. Um, There is a lot of continuity in my life, um, but I know that things are not a guarantee. Right. Um, And so I like to take everything with a bit of uncertainty to it, you know, And so when I make a mistake and I've, I've made like everybody, right? Like a a bajillion mistakes, a billion, a hundred billion, infinity mistakes, right? Like it's, you know, we, we all make mistakes. Um, But how do they get digested by me? Right. And how do you teach a child that mistakes are, are okay. Mistakes are part of life. Right. Um, And even sometimes a mistake isn't truly a mistake, that's the other thing too, right? So, I'm going to use my my watercolor uh, as an example here. So, I have something that I was working on, and it looked horrible. And I continued to make mistake after mistake after mistake. And at one point, I chopped it because I didn't like one section of it. So, I cut off a whole portion of the picture. At another point, you know, I whitewashed it all with a different color. Um, And it just never, it never made it out of the, like, I hate this phase, right? And in the end, what ended up happening was I needed a bit of scratch paper to test out a new technique, and I had this paper laying around, and so I test out this new technique, and it turned out great. Now, I in general don't have, you know, I have sketchbooks, but I don't have like sketch paper, right? And the fact that the paper was sitting there made it really easy for me to kind of just grab and test this out. And it came out fantastic. Um, In the end, that technique going over this like portion of scrap paper then looked lovely, right? And so, you know, I've heard people refer to them as happy mistakes, right? Because um, it all kind of came together. And what I would say is that that whole process was an evolution. It was never actually really a mistake. And in particular, when it comes to creating, right? Like the creative process, trying something new, inventing something for you, right? Like it's something where you have something in your head and you're working towards it. Um, Are there ever really mistakes? And I would honestly say no, right? It's all this process and progress towards somewhere And there's no right or wrong answer, right? And even now, when I go back through and I look at some of my paintings where they are done, there are things I still would probably like to do to them, right? Like, are they ever really in? And you know, I'm 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 saying this kind of facetiously, right? Are they ever done? Um, Now they're done in the sense that some of them, like I just put them away and I'm done, right? But could I continue to work on? The answer is probably yes. So we're working on making good choices and bad choices. Right. And so I honestly believe that mistakes, real honest mistakes, they just happen, right. They happen. Um, sometimes through ignorance, sometimes through carelessness, sometimes through clumsiness, um, mistakes just happen. However, when you go to make a decision, you can make an educated decision, and really look at it logically, or you can kind of just run. And what I'm finding with a nine-year-old is that she just has a tendency to want to run. And so when we bring up like, stop, think, um, think about your actions, try to make the smart choice, right? And in general as a parent, you know, which one's the smart choice, right? Like um, have a cookie before bed or make the choice that no, you're going to have a slice of apple, right? Like to me, the apple's kind of the good choice, You know, but, but you ask them these things and what she's building up is this toolbox of, of logical thought, right? Like what makes sense in that she makes mistakes, right? She sometimes even makes honest mistakes while making these choices, um, besides just kind of silly ones. And what we're trying to convey to her is that, you know, first of all, of course they're learning opportunities, Right. But then to really evaluate, is it even really a mistake, right? Or was it a direction that really you ought to have gone anyways? And I think that that is often not how we approach mistakes. We have a tendency to look at them and say, yeah, I'll learn from it. But do we ever really take a step back and say, maybe this is where I should have gone anyway? And so, yeah, it is a mistake, in that I hadn't planned it, but it is the direction I wanted to go. Um, and so, you know, one of those things that it often gets brought up with happy mistakes, right. Is um, when somebody ends up pregnant and they're not intending to be pregnant um, and everything, you know, goes well and it's perfect and it's, Oh my gosh, it's a happy mistake. Right. Um, but I would honestly say that, What I have found recently is that I will be head down working on something. So this isn't big like having a child, but I'll be head down working on something. And I will drop something, like I'll drop my fountain pen. And, um, you know, the tip of it will, will bend. And I'll be super bummed. Right. Um, or I'll I'll drop, you know, I'll I'll drop something while doing while doing something in the kitchen. I'll drop it and and you know, I um I ding a tile, I I, you know, bend the tip of my fountain pen. There are things where they're not you can't come back from it, right? Like I've I've made a mistake and there's something that's damaged and I can't really come back from it. Um and in general for me this happens when I get real flustered or I'm busy or I'm kind of like, you know, rushing around too much. And those mistakes, mistakes have led me to stop and think, right? And if you've listened to any of the past podcasts, you know, right? Like introspection and what am I doing and how are things going is is a big deal for me, right? And so instead of taking it and looking at something and being like, look, dang it, I damaged my favorite fountain pen, right? Which weighs on you, you know, whenever you break something, it weighs on you and you feel yucky about it. Instead I use that mistake as a means to look inward, right? What's currently going on in my head? What am I rushing for? Where am I trying to get to that? I'm trying to get to something so fast that I am making these mistakes. Um, because I honestly think that the way that we connect with our physical body and the way that we move through life is indicative of, of how things are going on the inside as well, right? Have you ever noticed when you get crazy stressed out that you will start, like you'll spill your coffee, you'll bump into a door jam, you'll be walking by somebody and, and accidentally knock them, right? It's it's one of those typical, like you think you're kind of spaced out, but really it's because your mind is in a million other locations, Right. And so I look at those mistakes and take them to be the guidance for a bit of introspection. And what I've been finding lately is that they point to, I'm not centered enough. I haven't taken enough time for myself. I'm trying to do five things at once. And really, I can handle about three. Um, I haven't taken the time to plan well enough. right? Like there, there are all these like things that kind of come out of that. But the key for me is to take that moment when it happens um, and to not be angry about the it, the, the mistake, but instead to take you know good solid five breaths, close my eyes, really try to focus on where I am, and what was I doing? Like where am I trying to go? Why am I trying to go there so fast? Why am I trying to go there so slow, right? Whatever it is that's going on? And you know, I know like if you're in a car accident, right? like big mistake, it's hard to do those types of things, right and and sometimes what this brings up is a lot of what ifs, again, right? like my car pulling off the front bumper, right? What if I'd only what if I and that's not what I'm focusing on, right? I'm focusing on what is my internal health telling me, right? Like my internal deep subconscious trying to tell me and how is that manifesting through my body, right? Like how am I, how am I moving through this universe with those things weighing me down or lifting me up or whatever it is. Right. Um, and of course, and always trying to take away the lesson, right? Like always trying to take away the lesson. Um, We were in Costa Rica and um, our hotel room was robbed while we were in it. And this guy came in and um, he took all of our money. He took our camera. Uh, You know, my husband woke up as he was like closing the sliding glass door, which the whole thing was insanely creepy, right? Like it gives you the creeps just to even think about it. Um, and of course, then when I had to go to the police station and actually see pictures of the guys, I was really like kind of a wreck because it was like, oh gosh, this person was standing like, you know, within inches of my baby, right. My small, you know, at the time, I you know, it was three years ago, she was tiny and I was just, you know, it's like gut wrenching. Right. But what do you actually take away from that? Right. And for us, yeah, you know, it was rough to have to deal with the money stuff and it was rough to have to deal with police in a foreign country, um, you know, but in the end, it made the way that we approach staying in hotels different for us, right? We think about things slightly differently now when we stay in hotels, and especially hotels in foreign countries, not that we're traveling. Um, and so, you know, we learned from it in that respect. And the other thing that I really took away from it was that in general, especially when traveling abroad, paying attention, a lot closer attention- to the local people that were around, um, you know, we took that then, you know, from, from Costa Rica to Peru, we went to Peru and trying to put ourselves much more in the culture that was around us as opposed to being like the tourist, right? Like the big camera hanging down and, you know, your whatever, $90 backpack. And, and instead of all of that, really trying to immerse ourselves a bit more and what we found was that, you know, since then, other trips to other countries kind of of similar economic um, economic budgets, we found that it was a different experience when you do it that way, right? And so we as a family took something very different away from that instead of being, you know, upset or, or you know, basically going on social media and being like, oh, my God, we got robbed here, blah, blah, blah. Right? Like none of that actually happened because that wasn't the approach that we took for it. And so really trying to teach our daughter that mistakes aren't really mistakes, right? Um, yeah, you, you, you tripped and spilled a glass of water on the sofa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that is a mistake, right? That is a a true, honest mistake. Um, but a it's recoverable, right? Like mistakes happen. Life happens. You recover from it. It's how you approach things after that, right? Like after that, then do you walk on tiptoes? Do you try to avoid the couch? No, right? Instead, you know, mommy sits you down and says, you know, are you tired? Yeah, I'm tired. Oh, okay. You know, are you hungry? Right. Cause there's these other things that are going on that kind of lead us to these mistakes. Um, so there you go. That is our, um, That is our conversation as it's happening these days, mistakes. And so I'd really be interested to know, right, um, how do you approach mistakes? Do you just approach them as, you know, these random acts that just happen and you just kind of let them go? Do you dwell on them? Um, Do you try to make them never, ever, ever happen again, right? Like I know there are people like that where when a mistake happens, it's like never again. As long as I live, will that mistake happen? Um, I've been giving talks before where I have said, um, for example, I really wanted to say, um, cement and instead I said concrete, right? They are different. And I made that mistake a number of times, right? Ignorance, an ignorant mistake. Um, and so spending time reiterating to myself and reeducating myself on exactly what it is that I wanted to say, right? That's how I approach that. Um, I don't want to make that mistake again, right? Um, but how do you approach mistakes? So there you go. uh, Live and learn. Um, Mistakes happen around us all day long. So hope that um, you're hanging in there and we'll see you on the flip side.